0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. VTW group. prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, it looks like a beautiful sunny day, and somehow it's June already. That's uh, right. June the 2nd already. we got a lot to talk about. Uh, the Climate Change Accord, the Paris Accord. I'll give you the real story, the actual facts. Uh, we'll get to the... Um, Puerto Rican Day Parade coming up. Hey, we won the battle. All of us. The uh, terrorist will not be the honoree. The uh, crazed city council speaker, Melissa Mark Viverito, totally nuts, far left wing nut job, uh, had decided we should honor the Osama bin Laden of Puerto Rico. <laughs> Mayor de Blasio backing it up. I would, uh, wouldn't you guess it was Mayor de Blasio who really said, you know, we got it. Yeah. We can't do this. Yeah. Can't do-. Yeah, yeah. She's practically living with the guy. Uh she's just in love with this guy. So um well, we'll get to that. It's it's a mess, but it looks like it's gonna get straightened out. Uh we'll get to Megan Kelly, uh Kathy Griffin. Did you see who she's hired as a lawyer? Yep. The most repulsive lawyer <laughs> on earth. If you want to uh just lower your uh your, the way people think of you just hire this this lawyer and show up at a press conference you are
2: her. who represents you right yeah her <laughs> status I
1: mean, you wouldn't think she could lower her status anymore from monday but she has yeah. uh and well now here's the here's the deal with this uh, paris accord it's uh it's one of these sad situations that's developed over the last couple of decades. We we've come into this era of very low information people. You know, they used to accuse the uh, Trump voters as oh they're low information voters, they don't know anything. But even in the swamp and the bubble among the uh, elites, you got low information. It's not just uh, Obama, but Bush started doing this too. They just, you know, you hear the Paris Climate Accord, and you think, "Well, that's a great thing. Who would pull out of that?" But nobody ever reads it and 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 If you are uh, concerned about climate change, the last thing in the world you'd want to support is this Paris Climate Accord. It accomplishes absolutely nothing. Uh, It enforces absolutely nothing. The main thing it does, it takes all our coal plants and moves them to China and India. Under that agreement, we have to close all coal plants. China's allowed to build 100 new ones. India's allowed to build 50 new ones. It's neutral when you when you average it out. They run a huge slush fund. We put a hundred billion in this slush fund. None of it comes here. It all goes somewhere else. And uh, hey, and uh, George W. Bush used to do this. Remember, he passed these things. It was called the the Clean Water Safety Act. Yeah. <laughs> and then you'd read it. It had nothing to do with any of that. It was some favor to some company would grant them something. But they just come up with these names. So it's a good idea. But it was typical Obama. Wonderful thought. Well intentioned, but didn't know how to get a you know a real agreement that did anything. And who did he send over to sign this? Uh, he you know he let them put together the accord. Every other country send, sends Kerry over to sign it. He signs it. He knew uh, if Congress got a look at this, they'd pick it apart and go over it. So uh, he did it as an executive order. It was never approved by Congress, uh, but it, it, it's a mess of an agreement. It accomplishes absolutely nothing. But the problem is, you're in this world now where it's just the idea of something. If you're for climate change, you're for this agreement. And we don't have an active working news media. If this were Bush doing this, well, be honest, if this were Bush with some fake agreement, they would have it all over the news. Here's exactly uh, what's wrong with it. Here's how it doesn't favor the U.S. Here's how it shuts down our industries and then has them reopen in China or India.
2: The only adverse effect would come in the coal industry. But, you know, all of the, you know, the U.S. was in the lead in terms of developing alternative energy what? and creating jobs in that field. Now, we don't know if that will continue. Of course it can the continue. The coal
1: industry is dying. There was, first of all. You're not going to prop it up with this thing. Oh, sure you can. No, you can, you can, you can restart these coal mines. But uh, you can do whatever you want. If you want to innovate and grow, you, can, you don't have to have some guy in Paris okay it for you. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. If you're, if you're for this climate stuff. This was not the agreement you'd want. But again, we don't have an active news media. You know, back in the days when Bush would try this stuff and he passed something called the Clean Water Safety Environmental Act, they would put it all over the New York Times. Wait a minute. It doesn't actually do that. Here's what it actually does. So
2: it does set goals for um, lowering
1: emissions yeah but it doesn't yeah. enforce them in any way no, nobody no. has to stick to it exactly no. <laughs> right. right but the main thing was it just moves our so, coal but why why pull out i be, mean if it's because it, it's uh it, it doesn't favor us it's it shuts down our coal industry it moves it to china and india we put a hundred billion into that slush fund none of it comes but back but i think here.
2: china's all, they're not really expanding
1: their coal production yeah yeah they are actually <laughs> that's why they, one of the reasons they were able to cancel <laughs> that north korean order but uh, seriously it's it's a terrible agreement nobody looks at that agreement and says, wow this is great how do we get these wonderful concessions?
2: All I know is if 215 countries think it's pretty good,
1: then two don't. But they're, and all, sharing, don't. And they're two- all sharing in the slush fund. We're not. It's a huge slush fund of money that they get. That's one reason. And, again, you got a lot of these uh, Elon Musks and uh, uh, who else? A couple other people are going to pull Bob out. Bob
2: Iger from Bob uh, Disney. Bob Iger of
1: Disney. Uh, although, I was going to say, there are a lot of people... Who just don't know any better? They just don't know what's in the agreement. We're we're living in this age of incredible ignorance, even among the elites. When when they don't want to know about something, they don't want to know. But you could point out all this stuff in the agreement, and they'll just say, oh, "I didn't know. Well, I, I don't. I don't know that that's true. It's not in the New York Times. It can't be true." <laughs> but I think guys like Elon Musk and Iger wanted to uh, get away from Trump and the Trump administration. They were on advisory councils, and boy- I think uh, deep down it was causing them social problems with their friends. So it was a good excuse to bail out at the time. You know, the CEO of uh, Goldman Sachs, Lloyd Blankfein, has never tweeted in his life. He put out his first tweet today denouncing this. Whoa. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. We honestly believe the CEO of Goldman Sachs is so worried about this
2: climate change well, Of course, it's not good for Goldman Sachs, it's not good for America. No, 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 but it was in his
1: social interest and whatever interest, just to get away from Trump, put some distance between him and Trump. It would help him right now. You don't honestly believe a Goldman Sachs CEO has just got tears streaming down his face, so concerned about climate change. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> way.: But did obviously it. this is uh, you know bannon-driven, right? No. What do you mean? No? No. Did I believe think so? I don't believe it. It, it, it. He was pledging this, promising this in the campaign before Bannon came on board the campaign. This was pre-Bannon. you, you got to stop believing all these New York Times, Washington Post crazy. It's all Bannon. Bannon is running everything. First of all, that's Priebus leaking about Bannon. But Kushner. Bannon and- leaking about Kushner. Yeah. Both of them leaking about uh, Bannon. <laughs> You
2: know what I think? I think Trump it was so locked into this position, he had to do it, regardless of no, the actually, fallout.
1: People behind the scenes say from way back a year and whatever ago when he pledged this, there was never any wavering. And I uh, hear from inside, there was no debating going on in the last couple of days. None. They might have all been like trying to pressure him, but his, he never wavered on this. Never. But he's a contract guy. He's a genius at contracts and agreements. All he had to do was read it and know he's pulling out. It's it's just a ridiculous agreement.
2: So we're we're out.
1: Oh, absolutely. But now he's the
2: rest of the world's on this plan, we have no plan.
1: Well, he uh will renegotiate and They don't want to renegotiate. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. He'll renegotiate a plan where we get something out of it. It's not all our jobs and money don't leave. We get something back. Nobody seems to want to uh, enter into that agreement anymore. So I I wouldn't worry about it. It's uh, it was a ridiculous agreement. It did absolutely nothing to fight climate change. There was no enforcement of anything in it. It was basically an incredibly enormous slush fund of money going everywhere else. Hey, if you want to really do something about this, if you want to switch to clean energy, we could really make a difference. Uh, just go to a lot more nuclear plants. Mm-hmm. That's You know, you look at other countries. They're almost half nuclear, like France. We're, we're, what are we, 5% nuclear? It's the cleanest energy of all. Where so would you like one here in the New York metropolitan area? Right, in, right next to your house. <laughs> yeah, right. Right next to your house. Hey, they're all, we got one right next to us. Indian well, it, Point. Well, yeah, that's yeah, that's being shut down. Yeah, that's the other thing. These environmentalists, oh, we got Indian Point shut down. You know what that means? The same nuclear material is sitting there, only now nobody's watching it. <laughs> it used <laughs> yeah. to have a people, man-in-control st- night making sure everything's fine now it's locked up well, There's one security guard walking around a fence that's all yeah. the, it's the material is still sitting there they can we, we just move it
2: no that's it a, stays there
1: yeah, yeah it yeah. stays there yeah. you're gonna leave that material there for years uh anyway we'll get back to this the uh, puerto rican day parade is a week from sunday i can't believe you still look back on this you can't even believe this the city council speaker she's a woman named mark melissa vivarito i assume she's puerto rican yeah i think so and uh, she's a crazy left wing. I mean, as bad as de Blasio is to the left, this woman is further left. And uh, this guy, is, uh, he's, he's the Osama Bin Laden of Puerto Rico. He's the founder of the FALN, the worst terrorist organization ever to come out of there. 125 bombings. They targeted banks, government buildings. They tried to blow up police headquarters. I didn't know until they were telling me last night. That bomb at police headquarters, the bomb squad they caught it. The bomb squad defused it, but it did go off to a certain extent. And the guy, the cop defusing it, uh, lost his eyesight. He's blind. Oh, wow. But uh, there are dead cops, dead people all over the place because of this terrorist. He's the founder of the organization. They did 125 bombings. He's the Osama bin Laden. This was the Puerto Rican al-Qaeda. Uh, she loves this guy. He was sent to prison for 100 years. These progressives love these terrorists. So, Obama pardoned him after 36 years. She ran down there to hug him and kiss him as he came out of jail, brought him home to her house. You have to wonder what's going on with that. I mean, listen, if you're that crazy, like, uh, you know, de Blasio takes his vacation in Cuba, his honeymoon in Cuba, and meets the cop killer, Joanne Cheshmar, you know, if that's your crazy love, keep it secret, but she she decides she'll make him the honoree, the Grand Marshal of the Puerto Rican Day Parade. It's the craziest thing I've ever heard of. All the sponsors pull out. Look at all these sponsors that pulled out. The Yankees, uh, JetBlue. You, know, you see this list of companies, at and yep. uh, Univision, Telemundo, Goya Foods. They've all pulled out. It's not just this year, but when all those sponsors withdraw all the money, this, they raise the money for the next parade next year so that they would have had no money for next year. I don't know that these sponsors come back now. It's kind of short notice. I mean, if they were going to get push this guy aside, they should have done it sooner. Chuck Schumer pulled out of the parade. You imagine what it would take to embarrass Chuck Schumer? Chuck Schumer got embarrassed. That's how <laughs> bad this was. The police commissioner can't march. Um, Governor Cuomo can't march. Uh, all the officials pulled out. In fact, it's a long list. Carolyn Maloney. Yeah. All the respectable officials... Pulled out. Uh, even Gerald Nadler pulled out. Um, I think Scott Stringer was still in there, but listen, he's a lovely guy. Mm-hmm. He'll go anywhere where there's a crowd. He gets so <laughs> busy trying to find a crowd. And the public advocate, Leticia James, who's uh, almost as crazy as Melissa Mark Viverito, she'll she'll be in there. So we got the guy out as Grand Marshal. Everybody pulled together on this and got him out. I think, uh, give Mayor de Blasio credit, among the bunch. I would think he's the one who said, you got to withdraw. What they did, they got him to withdraw.
2: Should have done it sooner.
1: Yeah, a lot sooner. So uh, Kathy Griffin, what time today? is going to hold a press conference. I'm not quite sure of the time. I think 1 o'clock. Or or I think it might be around 3, but I think it's it's, uh, 12 o'clock California time, so it'll be 3 o'clock. Okay, about 3 o'clock, Kathy Griffin is going to try to save herself with a press conference. She's hired the most repulsive lawyer. You know that Gloria Allred? This is her daughter, Lisa Bloom. The two of them. Are like these low snakes, <laughs> and uh, they're real tabloidy, uh, National Enquirer, you know, kind of lawyers. And uh, that's who she's hired. That's not good. That's a huge mistake. Yeah, no. She should have gotten somebody with some real gravitas, some real credibility, some real respectability. That might have helped her. Why do you think she needs an attorney? Uh, I think. Knowing that Lisa Bloom, Lisa Bloom went to her, tracked her down. Lisa Bloom loves anything with a headline in it. Yeah, right. And I think she probably went to her. Think they're going to sue? Yesterday, Kathy Griffin was saying privately, this is all about Trump. Trump bullied me. Trump came after Mm -hmm. me. So I think they're going to file some lawsuit against Donald Trump. (laughs) I think that's what they're going to announce, some kind of action. Maybe against Donald Trump. His lawyer is Mark Kazowitz. They're probably the smartest Best lawyer in America against the the slimiest lawyer, Lisa Bloom. That'll be interesting.
2: She's doubling down then, I guess.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: There's another one you should back off.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's not, it's not going to work. Anyway, we'll take some calls in a minute. We'll get to Megan Kelly, what she's up to. Hey, another major chain of stores is closing down 100 stores. It's. We'll get to the retail crisis. Uh, we'll get to um, some food news. And uh, check out the webpage. There's a lot of stuff up there today. Uh, hey, you know, this is the newest tech thing. Apple is even selling it in the stores. you got to watch this video. This is, if you know about the hover cam? Uh, no. Oh, my, you're going to be seeing these all over the place. Oh, it's going to scare the hell out of you. It's it's sort of like a drone. It's a little thing. You'll be able to buy it. You go into the Apple store. It, it goes up. It can go up like 20 feet. It, it's, everybody's going to be using these. It's going to be the new selfie stick. Oh no! Yeah, it, go look at the video. If you go to the Apple store, they're showing them off to everybody. At, once Apple puts it in the store, it's going to be huge. This is going to be what everybody's going to be using for a selfie, and it's frightening. Uh, oh, also watch this ver. This is the uh, amazing. It's a you know Nancy Pelosi is a little deranged. Watch this. She's trying to yell about Trump. She can't remember his name. She can't name the president <laughs> of the United States. There's something wrong with her. I mean, she, we shouldn't be laughing. She's really got a mental problem. But watch the video. And then, oh, watch this. This is Benjamin Netanyahu talking about fake news and CNN. He takes them on. And, uh, hey, watch this. I found the video. This is Donald Trump over a year ago, year and a half ago in the campaign, explaining why he's going to pull out of the Paris Accords. He said he would do it. This is long before Bannon or anybody. And uh, we have the video up on the web page. You just go to 710WOR.com, then go over to the Mark Simone page. Or you could just go to 710WOR.com slash Mark. 710WOR.com slash Mark. Okay, we'll take some calls. 800-321-0710 is the number. Let's go to Robert in White Plains. Hey, Robert.
3: Morning, Mark. Happy Friday. How are you? Good. Good. Mark, with this uh, carbon and
2: all these controls with the Paris Accord. Yes, There's a a ton of money that's made through the carbon credit exchanges.
1: Oh, yeah, there is.
2: Companies like Tesla. When you look at who owns the Chicago carbon credit exchange and the Belgian carbon credit exchange, where they make hundreds of millions, you'll find the name Al Gore.
1: Well, that's true. You know, Al Gore, he's actually very happy that we've pulled out of the Paris Accord because you remember that movie he made, An Inconvenient Truth? where he got every single thing wrong. That movie was years ago. Get the movie, the original movie, An Inconvenient Truth. Watch it today. Every single thing he predicted not only never happened, just the opposite happened. But uh, what he's done, he's got a sequel coming out. Uh, What's it called? Uh, I don't know. It's called Another Inconvenient Truth. I think it's called An Inconvenient Truth. To Power or something. It's the sequel, and it comes out in a month. So uh, a word is he's very happy that we've pulled out of the accord. It gives his movie a new ending. It sounds an alarm bell for all these environmental, uh, all these climate change people. So he thinks it'll be very good for business. Do you remember in the movie how he kept saying the uh, waters will rise, the oceans will rise, and uh, the coastline will disappear? Uh, And the ocean will rise to the point where you'll lose like 10 miles of the coast right in the ocean
0: Terms and conditions.
1: 18 plus. Warning you about this. Do you know that with all the fortune that he made as a weather profiteer, with all the money he made, one of the things he did, he bought this big mansion right on the ocean. <laughs> so uh, I guess he doesn't even believe himself. Let's go to John in Staten Island. Hey, John.
3: Hey, Mark. Good morning. Uh, I I I just I had to laugh from all this global whining. Somebody told me.
1: I like that uh, global whining
3: came from, uh, actually, Joe Conqueror, I believe. He's running for uh, mayor. Maybe he can put one on his Facebook.
1: Uh-huh. I don't want really to give him the
2: credit. But uh, my thing was, I was on too. Dan Rather, you
1: know, coming out today, saying the president psychologically messed up and doing the wrong thing about it. Isn't it the same guy trying to bring Bush on a lie? And- yeah, no, Dan Rather is the founding father of fake news. He didn't make up the story. Somebody made up that story about Bush going AWOL. It was totally false. But it was rather that went absolutely nuts on that story using forged fake documents. He knew they were fake. He used them again and again. Uh, even liberal Bush-hating CBS, after they did their investigation, threw rather the hell out of there immediately. Uh, who was the, remember that distinguished uh, former Attorney General Thornburg, Richard Thornburg? He conducted the investigation. They got the facts. They couldn't get Rather out of the building fast enough. The founding father of fake news. Hey, and he's always been over the top, crazy, biased. You know, if you go back and watch him with Bush Senior, you remember that famous interview that night where he took Bush Senior knew that Rather was crooked, biased. He couldn't trust him, so he agreed to do the interview, but only if it were live on the CBS Evening News. That's very unusual. yeah, yeah, yeah. live interview because that way Rather couldn't doctor it or edit it. And Rather really came after him hard. He tore into him. That's how Bush really won the election. Remember he was called the wimp? Bush Sr., the father. Mm-hmm. They actually thought he was, they, The Time Magazine put that wimp cover up, and uh, Roger Ailes was working for him. And Ailes coached him on how to fight Rather, and he swung at Rather so hard in that interview. And then the camera was left on for a second as the interview was over. And remember Bush said something like, that bastard didn't lay a glove on me. So. <laughs> well, that changed the whole image of Bush. All of some people realize he was tough. Was it? Hey, uh, <laughs> Megan Kelly, her first show is it this Sunday night? I think it is. Yeah, I think so. It's this Sunday night. It's her interview with Putin. Uh, I think if there's uh, one thing I-, I would like to see less than this, Megan Kelly <laughs> and Putin, I can't imagine what that would be.
2: <laughs> oh, you're gonna watch. I know you're, I'm gonna, not watch. Gonna, you're watch. gonna watch. You're gonna
1: watch. No interest in watching. Uh, And the reason they wanted Putin so badly, uh, it's the only person they could find who was as cold and rough as Megyn Kelly so that she wouldn't look too bad. That's the problem. She's such an icy, mean, vicious, rotten little person that they got to find somebody even more rotten to put next to her so she doesn't look bad. So, what do you do the week after Putin? What do you follow that up with? Well, she's booked the next interview. It's Alex Jones. Wow, you know, you know who that is? the fake news guy, the real fake news guy, right? I don't know if he's fake news. Some of it's fake, some of it isn't. He's that he's real crazy pretty, tabloidy, yeah. uh, off the wall talk show host. But he's got kind of a, he's always these. He's a rough looking guy with his weird dark conspiracy theories, and uh, so that she's always. I think this is going to be the format. People worse than her, so she doesn't look so bad. So even Alex Jones has revealed Megan called him up. I'm flying out there. We're going to do the piece with you. But he said she called up and said, I can't wait to see you. We're going to go out and get a nice big steak. Whoa. And Alex says he said to her, hey, cut it out. I know you can't stand me. (laughs) I know you hate me. I know what you're up to. I'll do the interview anyway. just Because I don't want anybody to think I'm afraid of you. Wow. (laughs) The phony, mean, rotten Megan Kelly. So uh, that'll be a week from Sunday. And the Putin thing, uh, I don't think it's that interesting because they're doing it today. Yeah, I
2: saw the clips. I mean, he's on a stage with four other people, I think. Yeah,
1: it's not really an inter-exclusive. Fareed Zakaria did this last year. Some journalist does it every year. It's some conference where a bunch of people sit there, and they have a a journalist, an American journalist, come interview them. You remember last time? You can see it online. Fareed Zakaria, in the middle of this, tried to uh, tell off Putin, I don't know, fake news or something. But Putin straightened him out. You, you don't realize how bright this guy is. Hey, when we come back, uh, Linda Stacy will be with us. We'll see what she has to say about the Puerto Rican terrorist being honored in a parade, the Osama Bin Laden of Puerto Rico. I think she's on our side on this one. I think so. Uh, we'll get to that coming up next on 710 WOR. Let's get to the latest news. Here's Joe Bartlett. Well, did we find Linda Stacy? No. Nothing like that? Uh, she's busy, I think. Her line is busy. Uh, We'll find her in a second. Uh, Hey, did you see about uh, Tracy Morgan? Remember the horrible accident? Uh, Was it a Walmart truck? Some kind of truck. And uh, he was hit and uh, hurt very badly in that accident. And remember, he couldn't work for a long, long time. And it was such a bad, bad accident that the insurance company – and it's Tracy Morgan. Everybody loves the guy. So the insurance company knew they had to settle right away, and they gave him an enormous settlement. Apparently, it was $90 million. $90 million. So, uh, of course, you've seen him. He's back. He looks good. He seems to be okay. Well, now the insurance company is coming after him. I have no idea why, but they want to drag him in and question him. They want him to turn over his medical records. I mean the only thing I can think is he does look good. He looks uh like the old Tracy Morgan I and mean, he looks fine. So maybe they think they overpaid on the settlement. 90 million is a lot of money, but uh the uh, public relations idea of going after him and dragging him into court and demanding his his medical records, it's not a good idea. But that is a lot of money, 90 million. I think it was a was a Walmart truck, you know, uh Walmart having a lot of problems, too. You know, I never thought about this. The one business that got wiped out the most by Amazon was Walmart because the original idea of these Walmart stores, they were always in the middle of no place. They were always way out in the middle of nowhere where uh, the people that lived around there didn't have access to a lot of stores or malls and they couldn't get a lot of stuff. So, uh, you know, Walmart would open up there and sell just everything in the world to people that didn't have it in their stores. It was a great idea. But once Amazon came in, it was a much better way to do this. It was a digital solution, uh, and Walmart was the analog solution. So Walmart has had more trouble than anybody fighting Amazon. And the other thing about Amazon, they just deliver anywhere and everywhere. So Walmart is fighting back now with deliveries. But what they're doing, they haven't hired a delivery service. You know, Walmart's got a lot of employees in those stores. So what they're doing now is they're asking the employees to make the deliveries when they get off duty. You don't have to, but if you're a Walmart employee, I imagine they're not that well paid and you want to make some extra money, you use your own car and you deliver. And they said that they're you know, they're being careful that the people will just deliver to whoever happens to live uh, near them. And so it's another way for them to make money. But after work, Walmart employees all over the place delivering packages. I don't know if anybody's ever going to be able to stop Amazon – Uh, it's not that profitable, but it's the biggest thing on earth. As I pointed out the other day, if you had bought stock in Amazon way back towards the beginning, remember, it was pretty hot when it first came out, that stock. It was just before the internet bubble burst. So if you had bought Amazon stock and just held on to it, you'd be up 49,000% right now. 49,000%. You'd be a multimillionaire. Hey, what happened to Linda Stacey? No answer. Phone issues. Oh, something's wrong with it. You know, there's always something wrong with her phone. Not the first time. So, uh, well, let's take a call in the meantime. Let's go to Chris in New York City. Hey, Chris. Uh, hi, Mark. Uh, I just saw an interview, a half-hour interview, with uh, a Dr. Monkton, Christopher Monkton, who I have been in contact with about two years ago. He was interviewed on the question of the climate muddle, which has now been measured by a by his mathem- mathematical prowess. He was the science advisor. to. Okay, before you put us all to sleep, what did he have to say? Well, I'm, I don't want to put you to sleep. All right, well, let's get to the point. That's enough, uh, enough preamble. What did he say? after all that <laughs> uh let's go to uh anthony in uh, edison hey anthony anthony uh-oh are we having trouble with our phones i don't i don't know maybe it's not linda stacy well we'll find her she'll turn up uh oh we found her oh, let's see if it works linda stacy
3: yes i had to call you there's nothing wrong with my phone I don't Sitting know. Right here. Maybe it's our
1: phone. Louisa uh, Stacey, of course, writes a column in the New York Daily News. And hey, you have a new book out, right?
3: Well, it's not coming. It's not out yet. It's it's out in September, called "Book of Judas."
1: Oh, but it's I did an autobiography signing
3: yesterday. <laughs> and um, yes, I know. Just say what you're going to say about me and Judas, okay? Well, wait a minute. I was looking on
1: <laughs> Facebook. I saw you doing a book signing. What do you mean it's not? Yes,
3: out? it was. It was. To, it was giving away um, the pre. Advanced copies of the book that go out to editors and stuff. So it was. That's what I did. Oh, it's not an actual. It's not an actual hardcover book yet. Oh, It'll be out in September.
1: And uh, what is it about?
3: Well, I did a lot of research, and I discovered that there was this thing called the a Bible of Judas, which was discovered in the 1970s, and ended up, believe it or not, in my childhood bank bank in Hicksville, Long Island. So I researched it and researched it, and it's about the lost gospel of Judas, and that Judas was perhaps really a good guy, and that there was no reason at all for the uh him to have to betray jesus it was like be, sell, telling him where elvis was you know everybody knew where he was staying everybody knew what he was doing and there was no reason for him to betray jesus there was because everybody knew where he was and for 30 pieces of silver was really just the price of the, of the worst slave there so um i did all the research and this is a novel based on that
1: huh now your last book what was it called
3: the sixth Station.
1: That was a big bestseller, but didn't it get some yes. of the people in the Catholic Church mad at you?
3: You know, not really. I thought that, you know, I thought I was going to get in a lot of trouble and never go to heaven as a last Catholic. But, in fact, I did a lot of Catholic shows, and one of the Monsignors said to me, you know, you taught me stuff about my religion I didn't know about. So I got out of there before I, before I got killed and ran like I was on fire. Oh, yeah, but, but there uh, were
1: some mad Catholics. I remember we got some meeting <laughs> But this this new book is not going to help that.
3: No, it. I couldn't help it though. I mean, it ended up in my high and my high school bank. What was I going to do? Wasn't my fault. So, Judith was uh, not calling. I wasn't answering.
1: Attacking Trump is not enough for you. Now it's Jesus is your target.
3: Well, I'm sorry. It, it, you know, seriously, do you have to be an an anti? catholic or anything else to attack trump i mean here we go completely we go. out of his mind i mean i know him i like him as a person but
1: well he on. can certainly count on, on you as Russian a friend things?
3: seriously oh, for the,
1: wait for those that don't know could you explain where the russians exactly tampered with the election
3: well, they said yesterday that they did. Well, they I know, but for people, oh, new but to it this. Was probably wasn't official. It was just some real um, patriotic Russians. But for those
1: who, <laughs> th- those who don't know, explain exactly what the tampering was.
3: Well, they they hacked into the Democratic National Convention. Yeah, well, no, that um,
1: well, we don't know it was the Russians, but. Uh,
3: Well, the Russians are now saying, probably, they also, I mean, what's with this Jared meeting with all these people and saying, let's back channel this. Excuse me. He's a real estate guy. What is he meeting with the Russian ambassador to say?
1: Well, let's Let's remember, everybody met with the Russian ambassador. Obama met with him 18 times.
3: Um, Excuse me. They met with them not secretly. And oh, they yeah,
1: no, no, no there, they were, there were some. Office
3: and they didn't send their, their dopey son in law.
1: Uh, there were some secret meetings. Also, remember the meeting with Priebus and Jared at the Republican National Convention. It was President Obama who called and asked them to do that meeting.
3: I'm not even talking about that one. I'm talking oh. about the secret one where he said, "Let's back channel information." Well, I, mean, I, I think that would be. Make deals with with Russian spies. The guy well, and the I, banker was now I think, known I think that's normally as one of the top Russian spies.
1: Normally done. The one that bothered me was 2008 when Obama set up the back channel oh, with Iran God. during the election. I know oh, that. Oh my I, thought, God. I know We're that.
3: Talking would... about. Now. And we're talking okay, wait, about me... <laughs> a real estate kid who who has no business meeting with anybody.
1: Well, let me ask you a question. This is fascinating to me because I see this all the time. If you say, look what Trump did. He did this, this, this. And then you say, well, Obama did that seven times in his campaign. People always say, that doesn't matter.
3: Well, what is that? Oh, no. That... I didn't say that doesn't matter. Yeah, said that, when those things then. happen, I write about those too. And then you're, you're in full agreement with me.
1: No, no, no. But in other words, you point out each candidate <laughs> did this. All people always say, well, that's in the past. That doesn't matter. That doesn't matter.
3: But that But that's not me. You just did it. Play the tape back. No, I mean, I wrote about it at the time. I wrote about it at the time, and then I write about this at the time.
1: Yeah, but when you wrote it at the time, you said, Look how great Obama is. Creating oh. <laughs> that back channel to Iran. Well, let me ask you a better question. This is because we only have a.
3: Wait, but, I want to ask you a question. How come Hillary can't get over that she lost and, no, and Trump can't get over that he won? Why that's don't they true. to shut
1: up. We, we, we started late, so we only have like a minute left. Just tell me about Kathy Griffin hiring Lisa Bloom as her attorney.
3: Lisa Bloom is is the new Gloria Allred. She is so annoying, just like Gloria Allred. And you know what? I'm sorry. What Kathy Griffin did was disgusting. I never thought she was funny to begin with. She's desperate, and that was just disgusting. But what
1: can – I mean, if if you wanted to lower your status in everybody's eyes, all you had to do was hire Lisa Bloom.
3: And then, wait, what they're doing is this press conference that's coming on very soon, they're going to be discussing how the Trump family is bullying Kathy Griffin. <laughs> You're holding up a, a severed head. <laughs> and they're bullying her?
1: <laughs> so I Seriously? Hate, I hate to say it, we're out of time. Uh, now, can people get your book now? Should they pre-order it?
3: They can pre-order it on Amazon or Barnes & Noble.
1: It's like a real book, And you book, know what?
3: Right? It's gotten great pre-reviews. I mean, it's
1: It's like a real book, right? You you didn't publish this yourself.
3: I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's a real book. (laughs) Uh,
1: (laughs) So you go to Amazon. It's a real one. It's called What? The Book of Judas.
3: Book of Judas,
1: yes. It's uh, Linda Stacey's autobiography. It's called The Book of (laughs) Judas.
3: Written in conjunction with my dear friend, Mark Simone, who's playing the part of Judas.
1: There you go. Uh, but you go to Amazon, you can pre-order it. Linda Stacy, thanks for being with us.
3: Thanks, Mark. All
1: right, take care. Uh, oh, check out the webpage. You've got a lot of good stuff up there today. Okay, this is from like a year ago. It's Donald Trump during the campaign promising to pull out of the Paris Accord, and he explains why he's going to do it. This is from a year ago. Uh, Long before Steve Bannon or anybody else or Kellyanne or anybody showed up, but this is interesting to watch. And then watch this video. This is the newest tech fad that's about to hit, and it's not good. It's called the Hovercam. Apple's going to be selling it in their stores. Uh, It's going to be big. It's like your own little tiny drone that comes out of your phone and flies up above. Everybody's going to be using these. This will be the new selfie stick, and it's going to be really annoying. So we got that video up on the web page. Uh, also watch um, – this is Nancy Pelosi just the other day. She can't think of the name of the president of the United States. There's something wrong with her. Watch this video. And uh, oh, also we got Benjamin Netanyahu. Benjamin Netanyahu taking on CNN for their fake news. It's all up on the web page. Go to 710WOR.com. Then go over to the Mark Simone page. Or you could just go to 710WOR.com slash mark. 710WOR.com slash mark. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
0: Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Uh Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do
3: I have to say?
0: Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's
3: PTA meeting. Really?
0: Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
3: I never win and tell.